Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Wow. Wow. Talk about putting on airs. Do you want me to talk about it? Well, no, I was just sort of saying that as a as a sort of non sequitur, but um, actually it was a sort of a sequitur in a way because the the moon underwater has been putting on its airs today. Are there a few graces knocking about? No, no, just five or six different types of air. Oh, lovely. Yeah, and there's sort of quite, it's quite humid around the ankles. Then there's a sunset at the sort of shin to knee area. Is that air? Uh, yeah, I think it is air, really. It's sort of air from the sunset. Sunset is a type of air. Yes, yes. Um, so it's like a sort of a foot and a half, 18-inch strip of sunset. Mm. Then... Go on. Sort of hip to groin is high-altitude air. <laughs> so very thin air. I use groin in my wordle at the moment. You do, and it's had mixed results, let's be honest. Yeah, let's be honest, fine. But today, yeah, sure. No, yesterday it came through. Um, so we've got uh, humid, sort of tropical air around the ankles. We've got the uh, the sunset air uh, around the shins to knee zone, then hip to groin, high altitude. And are you going to do th- three more, are you? Or? Two more. It's five or six, so I'm going for five. Okay. What, but what would? How would you describe the air? The, the air sort of, um, s- sort of navel to nipple, like kind of thorax. And if you're an insect, yeah, the thorax air. It's almost like it's coming from, you know, the air in a church. Yeah, that's very still. Mm. And if you bend down so that your head's level with my thorax, you'll hear the sound of the most delightful organ music. <laughs> You've got a lovely thorax. Do you think insects go, Phew, look at her thorax? Oh, probably the, the sort of um, unreconstructed insects. The toxic insectulinity ones. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, back to the final strata of air. Oh, God. Yeah. Around the, the sort of shoulder to tip of the old head. It's classic ozone. Oh, great. So it's a heady mix. The kind of just running out of, when you spray a, a, an aerosol can, just the end bit where it's just the ozone pumping out, that kind of Yeah, I think that's what it must be. Because I've never been in the ozone myself, so it's an educated guess, but a guess nonetheless. Lovely selection of airs. Thanks. Well, let's just thank the moon underwater. Yeah, yeah, you're quite right. And tonight it's gone classic, like country pub. It's beams, it's brasses. It's back to its brilliant best. Yeah, it is B to its BB. 
Yeah, it's B to its BB. Um, but uh, now we're sat here in these five different stratas of air. How does how does the moon underwater find you uh, this week in pubs, Robin? Oh, it finds me very well. Um, yeah, so I've, I've I've got I've got I've got a bit of a cold, but all it's done is kind of sort of lower lower my voice as if it's kind of been various bed down in a tape machine, which I quite like. It's nice. It always makes me think of that episode of Friends where Phoebe gets her gravelly singing voice from a cold and then tries <laughs> yeah. to sort of cont- be in a constant state of having a cold. Captain Beefheart used to do that. He used to try Did and get really? colds so he could have a lower voice. Yeah. Huh. Um, but no, it's been a fabulous week in pubs, to be honest with you. Um, can I start with two very good bits of pub-related news? Yeah. Lamb and Flag, open again, in Oxford. Oh, the lamb and flag is is open. Open again. That's great news. Any sort of info on the ownership? No. Just open. Just open. Looks great, though. I've seen some pics. Right. Can't wait to pay it a visit again. That was good, because that, that felt like it was terminal at one point. That felt like a real loss. Yeah. It really did. Other good pub news, Bristol pub news, is the King's Head which is the lovely little corridor pub in Redcliffe, not far from Temple Meads. Mm. That has been closed since the pandemic. Has it really? Yeah, but is now being reopened. It's been taken over by Good Chemistry Brewing. Oh, amazing. Hopefully they'll kind of keep the kind of character of the place. But that was one of my favourite pubs. It's such a beautiful little pub. I think it's kind of, um, not sure if it's a listed building, but it's certainly got some kind of real heritage in that department. Yeah, I once went on a date with a girl to that pub. (laughs) I know the story. Uh, the the toilet doors are sort of frosted, so you can see the the sort of hand dryer zone. I mean, the door to the to not the actual cubicle doors. Yes, yeah. Uh, and I went for a wee, and she could see through the frosting that I hadn't washed my hands. And then we had had a, a debate that got quite out of control about like why you might or might not need to wash your hands after a wee. That is kind of prime Larry David territory. You could have, in your own, in your own private sitcom. It was very curb, um, because I was saying, well, I didn't get any wee on me. Right. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, but it's still, you should still wash your hands after the toilet. And I'm like, well, yeah, but that, I think t- touching the fixtures and fittings in the toilet to wash your hands m- could produce more germs than having solely touched your s- own skin. The, the mistake you've made there is defending your own position, where you should have just backed down immediately and said, ah. What I should have done is gone, oh my God, you're right, how embarrassing, and gone back and washed my hands. Yeah. But actually, I just sort of nipped out for, from a wee. <laughs> because, like, if you were on a hike... <laughs> And, and you needed to go for a wee in a bush. You wouldn't then sort of say, "Oh, sorry, we need to get a cab to a, a sink." You'd just carry on. I think people are generally aware of the differences between going for a hike and going to, going to a pub. <laughs> I don't think it's really helping your case, but you no, know, yeah. But if you know, not to get too sort of um, geni- genital, <clears throat> but. If if all you've had is the tips of two fingers resting on your own skin, <laughs> is that what you call it? <laughs> yeah, but that's like if I was that sort of contagious to myself, I would, I would have a shower. I wouldn't have gone out, and I had showered beforehand. I think it's just the idea of being in that zone. I mean, literally being in the bathroom. Mm. But I'm a big hand washer anyway. Oh, so am I. So yeah, am I, yeah, for yeah, goodness' yeah. sake. But. Yeah. Do you wash your hands after eating a packet of crisps? No, I wouldn't in my own... I, well, I wouldn't eat crisps in my own home, because I don't. Because if I eat, buy them, I just eat them all. Right. 
But, you know, so I'm eating crisps out and about, so <laughs> probably tend not to have the access. Okay, sure. But yeah. I do feel quite nervous licking my fingers of crisp dust on public transport. There, you used to it. do a quite, a, quite a good jape where you would come out of the, of the loo and, and lick your fingers as if that was how you washed your hands. <laughs> yeah, it's fun, though, yeah. to, be, to be experimental with humour. Especially, yeah. especially physical humour is fun. <laughs> It's really fun. Another thing I used to do is just walk out of the bathroom stark naked with a towel over my shoulder after a shower. Do you remember that? Well, sounds plausible. <laughs> I remember you used to come up with very good um, songs in the shower. Oh, yes. I'd, I'd, I'd sort of overhear you. It's, it's hotter than an otter with one. <laughs> and uh, the, bum, <laughs> the bum is... <laughs> no, don't finish that okay. one. <laughs> anyway, what pubs have you been to? Oh, well, I went to Bedford at the weekend uh, to see my brother and his family, and we went to one of the best pubs ever, actually, the Wellington Arms in Bedford. Really? Absolutely stunning. One of the BPZ? Yeah, it's just like a brilliant kind of backstreet pub on a corner, kind of old Victorian building maybe, just like part of a terraced kind of group of buildings, and... um yeah, it's just like an amazing real ale pub. It's so good. Mm. They've got so many ales on. Really, really nice community pub. They had live music on. Um, yeah, I could have stayed there forever. They have really nice beer on called uh, Nethergate Brewery. Ooh. It's called Copperhead. We drank it dry. Oh, dear. It was great. It's got, one of the nice features of the Wellington is when you, the cellar is... I was to keep talking about lose. The cellar is on the way to the loo. So when they go down into the cellar, they have to kind of gate off the loos. So there is a chance that when you go to the loo, you might get stuck there for a bit. And there's just a sign there just saying, be patient. Oh, like a sort of level crossing for a, yeah. a railway. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> uh, stunning. Such a good pub. Anyway, I really liked it. Had a good chat with um, my nephew is getting very into The Simpsons. Oh, great. Uh, oh, he's 10. And I asked him what his favourite character was. And he said, Barney, because he reminds me of you. <laughs> uh, great. But, then, but then he sort of tried to defend it by going like, well, no, because like, it's OK because you've got a job, so you can drink as much as you like. Whereas Barney, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. I liked it. Very funny. Oh, man. But how's, you've had quite an exciting week, have you not? Well, I've had a week in Portugal, <coughs> Portugal, um, playing golf. Mm. So playing golf. So I I left last Wednesday and got back on Monday. So we stayed at the the golf course, a place called Amandueira near Faro, and it's always a it's always a bit anxious for me. And I think this is a real non-lager drinkers. Uh, problem is when you go a to Europe, but also to a place that's less. Basically, you've got one bar. Yeah. Okay. For the whole golf club, you're not going to get Nethergate Copperhead there. You're not getting anything approaching Nethergate Copperhead. So, like sometimes I've been to golf courses in the past. You stay there, and it is like it's basically Sagres or Sling Your Hook. Sounds good to me. Um, well, that's the thing. So if you like lager, there's no stress at all. You wouldn't even think about it. So there's just this moment of tension when I'm approaching the bar and I'm about to say, do you have Guinness? 
because they didn't have a Guinness tap. So luckily, I saw someone drinking a pint of Guinness as I walked in and I thought, I just, the relief that I wasn't going to be trapped in a sort of lager town uh, was amazing. So they had just cans of Guinness, but you know what? Absolutely perfect. I mean, they're not, it's not the same as having a wonderful pint, but it's like, it's eight out of ten. Do they do the kind of? Do they have the funny can thing where they vibrate it, or is it just no, literally cans from the fridge? Just classic cans from the fridge. Yeah. And I know I've said this before, but Guinness draft in a can is so good that it's. I would actually say it's better than a lot of Guinness in London at the very least. Yeah. Um, but they also had so their their main lager was Superbock. Oh, I don't mind Superbock. But they also had three Superbock sort of special editions, which was the dark beer, which is a dunkel. Mm. The Pale Ale and this sort of special 1927 Superbock. Okay. But none of them had the ABVs on. Mm. So I googled them. I think the Dunkel was 6.5. The IPA was 6. And the special edition was like 6.5 as well. Oh, my God. And I mean, the guys on these types of trips, and it is mainly guys, not, not entirely, but... It tends to be big groups of lads. Imagine if you just thought, oh, I'll drink the IPA because that's what I have at home. Mm. And it's 6% and you're getting through because they, they don't have to get through it. Um, but they also had Magnus and Summersby Ooh. on um, draft cider-wise. Summersby cider, I think, has gone through a change because I remember having it at Latitude Festival about five years ago, and I thought it was absolutely rank. I just don't... I think I've only ever had it at festivals or things like that. Well, it's definitely been through a rebrand because it is the sweetest thing I have ever tasted (laughs) in my life. (laughs) That's up your alley, isn't it? It is, but it's so sweet. It tastes a bit like... You know when you get apple-flavoured chewits? Oh, yeah. That sort of very... uh, the apple flavour you only really get in chewy sweets, mm. like in Mauams. It tasted oh, like apple Mauams. I can't have Mauams in the house. A bit like <laughs> I genuinely can't. Yeah, it's all, it's all horrible. The little balls are—you can't. You just eat them all, yeah, don't you? I know. But that—I mean—that this is the criticism some people have of inches is that it's too sweety sweet. Well, Summersby is. You know, times inches by a billion. <laughs> One billion trillion. But that must have been... that must. Was it up your strasse or nicked? It was up my strasse, but it couldn't... Get any further up. I, I couldn't... I would have like a couple of Magnus and then a Summersby at the end of the evening. I couldn't have just been on Summersby, for goodness sake. So am I right in saying there were a lot of people on your golfing holiday who were... It was their kind of one big weekend away per year kind of vibe? Well, lots of very, very hard-working doctors who the little insights I get into the kind of stresses of their jobs blew my mind. You know, and that's just the job, let alone the whole stuff around doctors' pay and work hours and that kind of thing, and the admin, but just in terms of the stuff they're doing, I, I you know, I'm in awe of them. Also, they've all got families, so to have sort of two or three days of sort of guy time. Uh, there was a really nice moment last year when the one of the captains got there very late, who, who organises it, and it was the first time they'd all seen each other s- since COVID, because we had to cancel the COVID trip. And he came into the bar quite late, because his, his plane had been delayed. And everyone applauded him, and he gave a little speech to us, but also to explain to the other people in the bar, you know, why they were all applauding, and uh, just sort of saying, you know, we've had an insane 18 months, 
and this is the first time we've had to relax basically since COVID because they all, regardless of their speciality, got drafted into sort of, you know, intensive care and A&E and that sort of thing. And there was this lovely moment where just everyone in the restaurant got up and applauded and some people even stood up because there's basically there's 24 of us and I think 20 of them are doctors. Yeah. And did you say, I, I also, I did podcasts. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I actually lockdown. was, I was at the forefront of live streaming <laughs> throughout the pandemic. Yeah. So, uh, so I'll just accept the applause as well. Yeah. Did, I did I did six or seven streamed shows. <laughs> Do get a lot of DMs saying I did help people. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I don't know what level of air you were in when you sighed earlier, Robin, but it must have been the high altitude because it was a breathless sigh. It was like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, I was, um, the altitude, uh, yeah, the altitude made it difficult to sigh. Um, but, so I had to kind of sit down to sigh. And as I sat down, the sigh kind of got more, 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 more better. Um, so I did sigh for the mist. Um, the first one is. Do you remember we were talking about the Bull and Gate? Yes. Like, uh, which is a, which is a, you went there recently. It's a famous kind of was a famous kind of indie rock venue. Um, Asia, Asia's written in before actually. She's she 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 writes some some lovely mists. I had to write in with my own Bull and Gate story. I went to it many times when they had bands play, but my best time there was when it was closed down betwixt owners. My friend Sweet Jugs. <laughs> What's the name? Was living there as a guardian, legal squatter. Oh, wow, yeah. He lived in the rooms above, but there was full access to the pub. We got a big bag of cans and spent a wonderful afternoon taking it in turns to play landlord. That sounds like your dream. Yeah, that sounds like a sort of fantasy that would help me get to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. Yes. Imagine if you and I lived above an abandoned pub, Rob. 
and in the evening we could just we also, I could just sort of knock on your door and say, "Oh, what time are you going to the pub?" Yeah. And you say, I'll see you down there about half six. But I think you would need to have cans there, though, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. You're saying we'd maintain the lines. <laughs> no, 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 no. You'd What you do is turn on one of the fridges. Oh, yeah. And fill it with all your favourite cans. And you'd come down and I'd be at the bar, sort of shining the, the, the bar with my cloth. <laughs> and I'd say, oh, hello, Robin. What are you doing here? Or you'd come down and I'd just be in the corner... Smoking a fag, because you'd probably be allowed to smoke in there. Reading the Daily News. The Daily News. And you'd say, I didn't... I didn't know you were going to be... We, I bet you and I would have done lots of little skits about sort of not knowing each other was going to be there. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lovely idea. I think it might go to the dark side quite quickly, living above a pub. No, I think that would be the best. Although I have lived above a pub before, actually. In Edinburgh, I lived above Hector's. I lived above the bar at college oh, that yeah. did get quite dark <laughs> we've got another missed in here from simon crisps in pubs hi chaps long time lasher first time mister on the subject of what crisps do you want to see in pubs what i would prefer is a better selection of non-crisp snacks nuts used to be a guaranteed snack and were mine and my partner's go-to but due to some people having extreme allergic reactions and pubs not wanting their customers to die yeah, they don't do nuts in many places. We have found Horizon pubs being, and I quote, nut-free. That's perfectly understandable, but I feel there should be a better alternative to nuts as standard. Twiglets, those big corns, he says. Yes. What do you guys think? Yeah, I do like those kind of sweet, chilli kind of, they're like rice crackers or corn Yes, things. Japanese rice cracker things. They're, they're lovely. They're lovely. Okay, I'm just spitballing here. Uh... A sort of a grab bag of mini pepperamis. Jerky. Jerky. I mean, I think you can get vegan and vegetarian kind of jerky things now as well, can't you? You certainly can. It's a workout for the jaw, I'll tell you that, and no mistake. Um, what about those little sort of pouches of olives? Yeah, don't mind an olive. I actually went, didn't we go to a place that had little pouches of gherkins? Yeah, not a fan of that. I didn't. I don't know why, I didn't like that. I'll tell you what I like from getting <laughs> a lot of... I didn't like that. <laughs> yeah. Tell you what I like that you get... I've seen in... I went in a bar I was in in Saint-Malo in France. They just had loads of dried saucisson at the back. So you'd order a beer and you'd order a saucisson and they'd give you a little chopping board and a knife. Do you know what would be really nice? And I guess we're just heading towards a ploughman's, but sort of a miniature packet of crackers and a miniature cheddar and a knife. But I think they actually do do that. In my local... One of my local pubs... You get this bag, and within it are the ingredients to make cheese and pickle on crackers. Really? A bit like a sort of an adult version of Dairy Lee Dunkers. Yeah. Or like a kind of El Paso plowman's kit. Yes. Yes. I No, I'm very much up for... I, you know, the last thing you want in a pub is just sort of cheese and onion, salt and vinegar and plain crisps, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. And also, it's such an easy thing to implement, because mm. these things tend not to go off, so you could sort of experiment. Well, what about a charcuterie board? No, it's too complicated. Too posh. Well, it's got to be, it's got to be served in a packet, I think. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, otherwise, you're, it's a bloody restaurant. But yeah, keep them coming in. This one's from Charlie. Hi, guys. Big fan here from the heavily besparkled Sheffield. Lovely phrase. On the topic of things signed by someone that isn't their thing, I have a rare photo. 
I have a rare photo of Sean Connery signed by Roger Moore. <laughs> That's really good. I can imagine Roger would have been well up for that. He had a good sense of humour, did, did Rog. I he? met Roger Moore once. Did you? I was doing the warm-up for Have I Got News For You and he was the guest host. It was very late in his life. All I remember was he was immaculately turned out and was drinking uh, whiskey in a mug. Ooh. That was his rider. It was a bottle of a bottle of scotch. And a bottle of scotch. No, that's Sean Connery. Anyway, should we got time for one more mist, or should we, should we... No, I think we'd better head back uh, into the lower strata of humid air, just crawl around on the floor, pretend we're in the tropics. But if you have any correspondence on any of the topics we discuss, great pub names, uh, things you've got signed by people that aren't the thing they're known for, uh, crisps in pubs, general pub snacks... Um, pubs that are also other things then let us know john at moonunderpod.com and uh, do support us on patreon if you have if you have the inclination because it does get you lots of bonus treats so head to moonunderpod.com but for now the mist is clearing and robin and i must begin our evening in the moon underwater bye 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 Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.